0: Andrew Lindsay Lindsay host the Bachelor Park in the USA. We also, recap Bachelor of Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor of Paradise 2. Happy Holidays to you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report. This episode, we will be talking about the second half of charity season of The Bachelorette, so episodes five, six, seven, eight,
1: and nine. And finale.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we just have a lot of content to get through, so we're just going to kick it right off with week five, which something interesting about week five is we don't see Jesse for this entire episode. And he does like a voiceover at the very end of the episode, but it's weird because I didn't even notice.
1: I didn't notice either.
0: And then it kind of shows you just how inconsequential the host really is to this show.
1: Well, not always. There are a place and there's a place in time for the host, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, it just shows like anyone can basically do that job. Maybe. I mean, I am still pulling for it. Andrew and I were discussing this the other day. One, it would be cool to see Asha come over and do a season of the U.S. Bachelor. But also Lance Bass from NSYNC would make a fantastic Bachelor host.
1: It wouldn't um, be such a bad idea to have another female host again.
0: Yeah, I know Jennifer Aniston had said at one point she wanted to host. But I do understand the fact that she's such a big name that... It kind of draws too much attention to the host. Okay. So they are now in New Orleans and Aaron wants that one-on-one date so bad because he's like, this is my hometown. These are my stomping grounds. I just want to show her around so bad. And then Joey gets the first one-on-one date. So they like this carriage rolls up. He gets in the carriage. They go for a little ride. They walk around town, get a tarot card reading And then at dinner, they kind of talk about his thoughts on being in an interracial relationship. And she's the one who brought this up. She was like, oh, I had an ex-boyfriend who said he didn't care or didn't mind, but then had no clue. Like, I don't know, like what it was actually like to be in an interracial relationship.
1: This seems to be a common theme with Joey because he talks about it a little bit later as well, which we'll talk about.
0: Yeah, so he ends up getting a rose, and at this point I'm like, yeah, Joey's probably going to make, like, final two, final three. Yeah. But not get picked in the end, because, like, while they have decent chemistry, it becomes very obvious as to who she's going to pick, especially during this episode. So next up we have a two-on-one date with Sean and Tanner. They go on this gator boat. She's hitting it off much better with Sean than Tanner. Tanner basically just complains the entire date. And at the end of the day, neither guy gets a rose, and they're told that they'll find out later if they're going to go to hometowns or not. And before we get to that final group date for the episode, Dotton gets that other one-on-one for a second week in a row.
1: Which is unusual.
0: It's unusual, and it's like it's very obvious that she's very into Dotton at this point.
1: I mean, Dotton also tells her that he's falling in love with her
0: yeah he's like oh here's my insecurities oh and i'm falling in love with you and she's like he's perfect yeah and it's like yeah i mean i feel like from the very first time they went on a date i was like this guy's making the final two at least
1: yeah it was pretty easy to tell from the beginning
0: so before the group date sean goes to charity's hotel room and he gives her an ultimatum basically are we going to go and have time together and spend time and go to hometowns? Or are you just going to send me home? And this is it. So he ends up going home. And then at the row ceremony, we say goodbye to Tanner, which is really no surprise. Tanner had no time and complained about the lack of time the entire season. So we have Dotton, Xavier, Aaron, and Joey going to hometowns at this point.
1: Which I'm surprised Aaron is still around.
0: I think it's almost by like default
1: feels that way. Yeah. Or it's
0: like, Oh, whoops. I got rid of other people this week because of they decided to go home or there was an ultimatum or whatever. And like, I feel like had she had more say throughout the season of who was going home when that Aaron probably would have gone home two or three weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Another thing is I know she says she doesn't care about interracial relationships, but I feel like she does like, but why would she keep
0: bringing it up?
1: Yeah. she like keeps bringing it up. And then, like, subconsciously, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she prefers, like, not an interracial relationship.
0: Yeah. So we'll discuss that here in a moment because we have hometowns. The first date in hometowns was Aaron. They went to Houston, Texas. They are joined by his mom, dad, brothers, and sister-in-law. And his mom basically just made a bunch of southern food. And during their little chat, she asked Charity if she would accept a proposal from Aaron today. And Charity was very honest and said, probably not. And Charity just feels like their relationship is way behind.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's he's like, basically like her informant. He's been,
0: been friend zoned for weeks. He
1: so. basically got friend zoned when he ratted out Brayden.
0: Yeah. And later on in the state, he says he's falling in love with her. And her response is, "Ah, Yeah. And you're like, ugh. It's like cute. That's usually not a great sign. Um, So the next date is Joey. They go to Collegeville, Pennsylvania, which is obviously where his mom, dad, uncle, sisters, brother-in-law are from. He currently lives in Hawaii, which is way cooler. But Yeah. um, The date starts with tennis lessons, which is fun because he is a professional tennis player. And Joey's uncle meets up with them. And then he's also at the dinner. And the uncle mentions that he thinks that Joey is, like, faking it.
1: I kind of think so
0: too. Where he's like, you're not your normal, confident self. Like, you're not acting like you normally do. Like, it feels fake. Yeah. And it feels phony. So then all of a sudden, Charity's like spiraling, like, oh my gosh. Like, I actually this whole kind relationship of feel like this played a fraud? into
1: Charity's corner a little bit. Oh, yeah. Cause she was like already looking for reasons down the road to like,
0: like, she's She wants Doughton. to get it
1: down to Dotten. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so the third date is Xavier. They go to Cleveland, Ohio. They are joined by his dad, mom, and sister. They go to a knitting class. And then his family basically just reassures Charity over and over that he is ready for marriage and children. Which is weird because those weren't words that ever came out of his mouth.
1: Well, he probably has a lot of insecurities, as we're going to learn a little bit.
0: Well, like, he had... Talked about not being ready for a commitment, like literally like an episode or two ago. And then all of a sudden his family's like, he's ready. He's ready. And it's like. Yeah. "Mm, Okay.
1: Maybe they're ready.
0: They're ready for sure. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the last hometown was Doughton. They go to Fresno, California. They are joined by his five siblings, his grandma, and then his parents end up coming in for like a surprise visit from Nigeria. And his family loves charity.
1: I would say they really like her.
0: Where they're like, you're part of our family now.
1: They said, we'll we be happy you. to take you in as my own.
0: Yeah. And they give her some bracelets from Nigeria, which were really cool. And like they made her food. And I feel like they made her feel very like welcomed. Which unlike some of the other families that are like questioning like, oh, well, how do you feel about him? Are you going to pick him? They were just like immediately just like, we love you.
1: Could have been Let's have edit. a good
0: time. Maybe. Could have been that. Um, So basically, Aaron doesn't get a rose. No surprise there.
1: Yeah. This is time to go.
0: And next up, we have fantasy sweets. Xavier was up first. And during the dinner portion, he opens up about cheating in a previous relationship. And she does not like that. And he's like, well, what did you do to work on yourself? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what is he supposed to say?
1: I feel like she... Was not very for being a therapist or whatnot. She did not like show any restraint in her disdain for that.
0: Which like I understand being upset by it, but also he was being honest and like bringing it up himself. It's not like she was like, "Oh, have you ever cheated in past relationship?" It was more of him being like, "I want to be upfront and tell you this now." See,
1: like this is something I struggle with, and instead of being like, and looking at it from like an objective perspective, she. Made it very personal.
0: Which I do have to say, when she said, and I quote, I need to know what you'll put in the work, or I need to know that you'll put in the work for us. And his answer was, I can't say yes until we have sex. was probably not the right answer. Where yeah, she's it's like, like oh, the
1: truth, kind of, but he needs to be a little more subtler about it.
0: She was like, oh, I'm not going to ask you to the fantasy suite. And she's like, I need to know that you're going to work on us first. And he's like, well, I'm. Can't tell He's you like, that well, until we sex ain't there, and, it's and it's there's like, nothing here, and it's like, yeah. uh, not I like, the way it should have been phrased. Him, but I
1: also think he could have been better with his words.
0: Yeah, I think he could have been like, oh, like I need to like have conversations with you without the cameras on, and like make sure that we're both in the same place before I tell you. Well, if he could have said something like.
1: like of course, I'm going to work on our relationship. What do you think I'm doing here? You know, like I'm here because I want to pursue this and and like having
0: this extra time for the fantasy suite will show me that we're actually compatible with each other.
1: Yeah. Instead, like, he shot himself in the foot and he goes home.
0: Yeah. Before the fantasy suite. So next we have Joey, they go on like this ATV ride through the jungle and he tells her that he's fully in love with her and she is all about that. His
1: ATV like breaks down. The date was not going very well. They ended up walking like miles.
0: Yeah, it was just like a so-so date, but you know, he still got invited to that fantasy suite and she just keeps saying over and over how in love with him she is.
1: It feels very forced.
0: Well, yeah, because obviously next up we have Doton. They go jet skiing and like obviously this is gonna be her final pick. I don't know how it could have possibly gone any other way. Yeah. Um he says he was surprised that the show is supposed to end with an engagement because he didn't know that. Which is weird. But um he says he's okay with that, like in that he's ready for that with her. Yeah. Because it's her. And she's like super smitten, and he's also smitten, and keeps saying he's in love with her. And they go to the fantasy suite.
1: Yeah, no, no um, surprises there.
0: So this episode ends with Aaron showing back up, and in then, the
1: morning when they're when she's alone.
0: Yeah. So then it kind of cuts, and we will take a quick break before talking about the mental all and the finale. So you can hear what happened with Aaron. This episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, know you're not alone. Thinning is normal and Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair. It's not only common, it's normal. Nutrafol is here to help. The hair growth supplements use drug-free ingredients to target root causes of thinning hair and promote healthy hair growth. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength from postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles. And no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients so that you get the most reliable results. I currently have Nutrafol for postpartum because one thing I did not know is that after you give birth, you have a lot of shedding of hair and Nutrafol is great because I can just take a supplement and we'll be able to see that thicker, healthier hair. You can go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz, identify causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Nutriful supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of that thinning, whether that be stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. Nutriful is now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for ages 18 plus with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BatchReport. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code BatchReport. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code report. Okay, let's get into the mental. all. I feel like the majority of this episode was wasted on Brayden's drama.
1: Yeah, he like gets beat up by all of the other contestants and then he takes the hot seat.
0: And I was like, why does Brayden even need the hot seat? Like, come on.
1: Yeah, I so, mean, I don't really understand it, um, but he does go to Paradise, which is one of his big reveals, right?
0: Yeah, so it started off with, like, Sean telling Brayden how he felt, then Adrian's beef with Braden, and then he, like, went back and forth about, like, getting down on one knee and the proposal part of The Bachelor and if it was good or bad. Or- well,
1: that was, like, the whole thing, right? Is that, like, he... Was like, I don't think I'm going to get married at the end of this. Like, I don't think I could do it. And then Aaron was like, he's here for the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah, like, all the guys were like, "Oh,
1: Yeah, like, they, like, tried to beat him up over it. And I'm like, Aaron, you're, like,
0: totally fake. Well, it was Aaron and Adrian and Sean. Like, all of those guys were having beef with Brayden at the, at the thing. And then, like, John obviously got upset when John was like, he's taking up all my time. And it's like, John... Like, you were making out with her when he interrupted, for one. And for two, like, did he really think you were going to go any further, regardless of how much time you yeah. had? Yeah.
1: And then, like, later on, everyone was doing the same thing Braden was doing. Like, cutting in like that, mm. you know? So, I don't know. I mean,
0: think about it. Aaron made a huge deal about Brayden coming back. And then Aaron came back and wasted people's time.
1: Yeah. And it was actually worse when Aaron came back because he crashed in on...
0: On, like, fantasy suites. On fantasy
1: suites, yeah.
0: So, yeah, they show the snippet of Brayden at Paradise. I'm curious to see who he, like, spends a lot of time with there. I feel like I keep seeing him and Rachel together at things. Yeah, he's, like,
1: sitting next to Rachel at the mental. Hall.
0: So I'm like, so they're either good friends after this or they're together, which would kind of make sense in a way.
1: Kind of a weird pairing, but yeah.
0: But, like, I can see it working. Yeah. So then Xavier takes the hot seat. He explains what happened when he told Charity about his unfaithful past. And he basically says that the conversation didn't go the way he had planned.
1: It's like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) I could see that he really felt that because he was like, I could see he put a lot of like thought into it.
0: Yeah. They also had Sean join the hot seat for a while. And I was like, Why is Sean doing that? Which he's obviously going to paradise too. So they're like trying to get you excited for Sean. I think they're overestimating
1: how much people like Sean. Like, cause like Sean to me is like, I'm like, I, he's kind of forgettable. I wouldn't really.
0: I feel like Sean is like, I think I mentioned this before. He's like, wants to be Bennett so bad and he's just not. Oh, okay. Um, so Charity joins, she shares her side of the story with Brayden and Xavier like they have a little chat on stage and she explains her frustration by frustration about why she thought he would still be a cheater
1: something else about this is like she's always talking down to him yeah like even before like during the episode when he was still on it she was always like talking down to him like he was like she was frustrated that she was having to spend time with him or or I don't know exactly how but it just felt like really high tension from her.
0: I agree. So we are then joined by former bachelorettes, Desiree, Deanna and Trista. And I feel like this was just filler.
1: Like there was absolutely,
0: there was no point of them coming out whatsoever. Yeah. Except to fill in time. And then they introduced, uh, Gary, the new golden bachelor, which we will be doing an episode in the next couple weeks about his cast. That was revealed.
1: Yeah, Lindsay's been raving about it.
0: Lots of pickleball references. (laughs) So we're excited for that. And let's just get to the finale.
1: Okay, let's go into it.
0: So Aaron, as you know, returned. And she allows him to like return to the show. They make out and spend some time together. And it was like...
1: It's really weird.
0: What are you doing? Like, you know, you're not picking him. Like, why even let him back? So then it goes to the rose ceremony, and Aaron shows up to the rose ceremony, and Doughton and Joey are like, "What? Like, where's Xavier, and why is Aaron here?" Yeah. And obviously, Aaron doesn't even get a rose, so it was like,
1: it was like, really strange. Did
0: she just want to make out with him one more time? Like, I don't, I don't understand why she let him back. I don't know. Unless it was just for the drama, the producers are like, "Just let him back. It'll look really like people will be on the edge of their seats." Like. Is she going to end up with Aaron? And it's like, everyone knows she's not ending up with Aaron.
1: Okay. So Aaron does look like he's going to be in paradise because Jesse has a little chat with him about his feelings.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping he gets booted really quick in paradise. There's something about Aaron I feel very like is disingenuine.
1: Yeah. I think he's didn't really even care about the relationship all that much.
0: It was all about the edit. Yeah. So Joey and Dalton then meet Charity's mom, Pop, and sister. And Charity's family meets Joey first, and her sister, like Charity's sister, really likes Joey, and is like asking Charity, like, "Oh, are you falling in love with them?" And her mom, Vicky, also likes Joey. Her dad doesn't give an opinion, but you can tell that the family is like pretty smitten with Joey. I
1: actually thought Joey's responses were very scripted.
0: Yeah, but that's what they wanted to hear. Yeah, obviously. So then we also have Charity's family meet in Doughton. And it was very obvious that both the mom and sister preferred Don, or uh, Joey to Doughton. But then when she's talking to her family, she's like, who do you like more? And they're like, well, we're not going to tell you what to do. Yeah. And it was like, just tell her like who you like more.
1: Well, they like, made it, really it very matter? clear like yeah. the, with their how they talked about Joey versus Doughton.
0: Yeah, but we're like, we're not making the decision for you. I don't know. It's like, okay. So then they have the final dates and talks. And they talk about, like, the interaction with her family and Joey. And he gives her a framed photo of the poem from the street vendor when they were in New Orleans. And then, obviously, with Dalton, she just likes him so much better. They drink some champagne. And then he gives her a locket and shows, like, his little baby ID card. And, uh... That's basically where we end with the dates. She turns Joey down first. He doesn't seem like he's like genuinely broken up by anything.
1: It genuinely didn't look like Joey really cared all that much. It did look like he cared about looking like he cared though.
0: Because, you know, the bachelor has to at least look like he cares. Yeah. And he's our new bachelor. Yeah. So Charity obviously chooses Doughton in the end. No surprise there. They are still happy and in love and still engaged. So, Hurrah. Hurrah. So that is it for the season. We will be back in a couple of weeks to talk about the golden bachelor and the new cast. And then of course, bachelor in paradise is coming around too.
1: All right. Until next time.
0: Ciao.